Hello everybody, it's Michelle on the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. So I am currently driving and I wanted to really share a thought or an idea with you and I just couldn't wait. Alright, so I was listening to a podcast of one of my mentors and he really challenged us to share a story about ourselves with people that maybe we hadn't done before. Um, and so I started to really think, and yes, I'm driving. And so, you know, I do a lot of thinking when I'm driving and I really just wanted to share something with you. And it kind of gives you the background behind why do, do I, Michelle, talk so much about thinking and change your thinking and, and shifts in perspective. So I really want to tell you this story, and some of you maybe have heard bits and pieces of this, but I really want to be honest with you, okay? So the reason why I focus so much on shifts in perspective and how it can change your thinking is because literally that is what has saved my life, okay? And not only did it save my life, but it helped me to become the person I am now and the person who I will be in the future, Okay. And quite honestly, one shift in my perspective is the reason why you're even listening to this story. Okay. So let me kind of set the stage for you. So, um, when I first began my career, um, it was in teaching. I was teaching in the classroom. Um, I became very disillusioned with how things were run in the education system. Uh, then I was given an opportunity to jump into the early childhood education realm, which is kind of a mixture of education, childcare, and business building. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed my time. I really caught the leadership bug during that time. It was a great time. Um, however, it was extremely stressful. Okay. Um, when you are running a whole thing, a whole, um, early childhood center yourself, it's, it's very stressful. Okay. And I did not have much support from the owners at the time. So we were, we had some life changes happen and found that, um, you know, I was staying home with my kids and I had a lot of people throughout my whole time telling me, you know, if you just go to school, you just go to college, you graduate, you get a good job, everything will be great. And then I had people saying, all right, if you just get the right job, everything will be great. And then I had other people in my life say, hey, listen, you've done the career thing. If you just stay at home with your kids, everything will be great. Okay? Well, I'm here to tell you that everything wasn't great. So in 2011, I um, woke up one day uh, feeling fine. And then by the end of the night, I was in the emergency room. And I had had a stroke. Um, I was 32 year old, years old. My kids were one four and six, very young. Um, here I am in the hospital. My whole left side is paralyzed. I can't talk. Um, I can't walk. I can't do anything for myself. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? Right? So to make a long story short, it was an abnormal stroke. Um, I can tell you more about that later if you want. Um, but we ended up having to go to a specialist, not just any specialist, but the head neurologist at the Cleveland Clinic. So we found ourselves down there, um, very long drive. My husband and my father came with me. Um, so there we are in the room and they're doing the examination. They're doing all their tests and everything. And the, the doctor says, well, 
I have some good news and bad news. The good news is we know what this is. The bad news is there's nothing we can do. He says, you are number five in the whole world that we know of that has this type of stroke. He says, we don't know why it happens. We don't know if you're going to get better or not. One of the persons in this group has has gotten better, but nobody else has. Um, We have no idea what's going to happen to you. Wow, right? So I said, okay. Uh, And he said, the only common denominator that we have with all of these people is early childhood sexual abuse. And I immediately blurted out, well, that can't possibly be me. Now, I'm not going to tell you a whole lot about this part of it, but yeah, it was me. You see, I did come from a past where there was abuse, there was neglect, there was, you know, emotional neglect for sure. Um, There was a lot of things that were going on, but that's not why I really want to tell you this story. But you see, I couldn't admit at that moment because here are the two men in my life that mean the most to me that neither one of them knows what happened to me when I was a kid. So of course I'm not going to admit it, right? So... We, we jump in the car, although that's figurative because it took us a long time to get to the car, right? <laughs> we get in the car and we're on our way. And as we're traveling home, which was a very long ride, I'm laying in the back seat. I fall asleep and I wake up unbeknownst to these, these guys and they are having a discussion. And I could tell, you know, it was a pretty intense discussion. Well, they were discussing how they were going to take care of me right? That I was disabled. And how were we going to live life now? What were we going to do? Okay. Now, as I'm listening to this conversation, I realized like, oh my gosh, I, I cannot live a life where somebody else has to take care of me. What am I going to do? And so unbeknownst to them, I kind of came up with this plan in my head of, hey, I'm going to Uh, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And I knew I had to keep it secret because people in my life would just tell me that I couldn't do it, right? Um, And so when I got back home and we began uh, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, and balance therapy, 18 months, by the way, um, we did that therapy and I got back and I said, hey guys, listen, um, we have a new goal. This, this is the new goal. And I, and I laid it out for them and they all looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, this is what we're doing. If you can't get on board, you got to get out because this is where we're going. So they agreed and they started to help me unbeknownst to my family and my friends. Well, to tell you a long story and keep it short, what happened was within the first year after coming back from that appointment, I had, um, because at the appointment, the doctor had said I would never walk, talk, or probably have cognitive function again, right? I would probably use my walker. um, I wouldn't be able to speak normally, and I would have cognitive delays. So I determined that wasn't going to be the case. So what happened was um, I, within that first year, I did my very first keynote presentation to about 300 people. I ran my very first 5k and I ran the whole way. Now I ran like a turtle stampeding through peanut butter, but I did run it. Okay. And I also signed up to go back to school for my PhD. So let me just ask you this question. 
what's the difference between Michelle in the back seat of the car where people outside of her have to take care of her and the person who's telling you this story right now? What's the difference between those two Michelles? There's only one difference, and that's why I'm so passionate about sharing the change in thinking. Because the only thing that made me go into high gear on changing my life and really making my life what I wanted it to be all along, right? Um, The only thing that changed that was a change in my thinking and a decision. So I changed my thought, I made a decision, and I immediately brought that into action. Now, it took a journey to get me there, and, you know, my journey's nowhere near done, But the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because one decision along with action literally changed my life. It changed the trajectory of my family's life. It changed the trajectory. I mean, I have a business. I didn't have a business then. Um, it, It changed everything for me. So I really need you to understand when I talk about the power of a shift in your thinking, I am not talking about theory. I'm not talking about something I read in a book. I'm not talking about something one of my mentors told me and I'm just telling you so that I can make some money. I hope you hear the passion in my voice that one change in your thinking literally can change your whole life. So, you know, as I was really thinking about my my story and at first I was like, oh, I don't really have a story. And, you know, this this all came back to me and I realized, oh, yeah, this really is why I talk about several things. So the things that you're going to hear me talk about the most, first of all, is, of course, shifting your thinking. Um, Secondly, is this idea of self-leadership and also leading others. Okay, leadership and influence is is a passion of mine. Um, Third, you're going to hear me really challenging you to just be reflective. And are you living your best life right now? And your best life is going to include helping other people. You see, the person I was before my stroke is wildly different from who I am today. I'll just tell you a couple things. Number one, the person before my stroke was really guided by other people. So I had um, a huge need for approval. I had, um, you know, just this habit of waiting for somebody to tell me to do something, right? And I was always seeking, like, whose path can I follow rather than creating my own, okay? Now, the person I am today is wildly different. I am passionate about making sure that I have freedom and responsibility, right? So I love the freedom part because I can live the life that I want to live. I can work with who I want to work with and I can do it in a way that I want to do it. But the responsibility part comes in, I have freedom, therefore I need to be taking care of myself. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely trying to take care of others and serve others in whatever way I can, add value all over the place, right? And let me tell you this, the one guiding thing for the rest of my life, if I could pick one thing that this is all that I would do, is this idea that there are people who are trapped 
They're trapped in their mindset, they're trapped in their current thinking and their habits and their traditions, in this need for approval. There's every person I meet is trapped in some kind of prison. And my job, what I wanna do, is to show you that you can have whatever you want. There is a way to get everything that you want. And if I am so blessed and honored and privileged to be able to walk you through to understanding that you're currently in a prison and you can break out anytime you want, what do you want and how can I help you get it? If I have that pleasure, man, that's all I need. So again, you know, I want you, I want you to know some of my story, but I hope you feel my passion. So I can come on and I can do a four, five, seven, ten minute podcast and teach you some principle and ask you questions and get you to reflect and, you know, come up with some action point, right? Just know every time I do that, the passion that's within me, it might not show up when I'm actually sharing that podcast episode, but I promise you the passion is inside me. And I am so excited that I get to do it with you. Thank you so much for listening and feel free. If you feel like there's somebody in your life that might need to hear a story of overcoming, um, a story of, you know, somebody making a different choice that they never were able to make before. If you know of anybody that needs to change their life in any way, please think about you know, hitting the, the share this episode button, um, and just sharing, right? Say, man, this, this story really got to me. I hope it gets to you too. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.